I wish you would, uh, Chris. Chris. Who is the senator with the plastic? First name is Wayne Mark. One word. Wayne Mark. Mullen. By the way, I'm now from uh, oh, Ecuador. It's only... It's only <laughs> I it's moved a, to Ecuador. It's only... Oh, you originate from there. You, right. you live here. My but people that's, are from Ecuador. That, that's where you were born. That's right. Um, it's only video, though, with Wayne Mark. No, but we've got the whole thing. All right. I looked all the players up and the whole deal. All right. As I was telling Chris, it's imperative. It's crucially basic that when we play a video of something like a Senate hearing, we have to know who all the people are. Right. It's uh, very amateurish not to not to do it that way. Uh, is there a chance that rioting could break out at Dodger Stadium? You know, I was thinking about that, and I'm thinking not. I'm thinking not. All right. Because uh, I could see a big protest getting out of hand here. Did you guys, I suppose you guys did not watch any of the U.S. Open? No. No. Oh, I'm just fascinated by not only that course, but where it is. Now that I know where it is, I've driven by it ten times and didn't even know it was there. I like watching the Masters because typically it's still crappy here, and I like seeing nice green grass. And other than that, um, no, I'm, I'm good. Where'd my coffee go? <clears throat> this place makes the Masters look like a public course. No, honest to God, it's the most exclusive club in the country. More than it's the Augusta? first time the pros have ever even seen it. Oh God, Augusta looks like a public course compared to this. <clears throat> so it's so exclusive. Who's who? And who they goes don't there? allow celebrities. Oh, so this no is just, celebrities can get in. These are hedge fund type this guys. This is okay. Got, gotcha. This is old pilgrim money. White privilege. Lionel Richie lives on one of the holes in a house that is about the size of a fucking hotel. We're on the council. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Oh, speaking of that, you know what quote Ross is going to use? The uh, one I told him to? What? He ain't my father, yeah. dash CP. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told the CP today, I said, don't get me anything for Father's Day. And she looked at me and she said, I wasn't. Way ahead of you. Way ahead of you. <laughs> I ain't my father, she said. Right. Not only will it not get acknowledged in my house, I didn't even receive a birthday present. Well, your kid might say Happy Father's Day. You can't he expect is. your wife to give a shit. He is coming up. Yeah. But uh, anticipation of me not getting a birthday present... Uh, I went and bought a couple really nice things for the shop that I really needed. Actually, well, I three, think that's three, entirely three within Garage Logic rules. I, I kept it um, right around a thousand. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Don't know. Well, the Playboy Mansions on the thirteenth hole. We talked about that. I don't know if it's still the Playboy Mansion. I'm sure somebody else owns it. Would you want to own that place? No. Is Hugh Hefner alive? Oh, Gross. He died years ago. Let me look that up. Hugh 
but I think we're getting a glimpse of the future of the United States. 2017, we lost Hugh. With that course. He's a Chicago guy. I didn't know that. Yeah. That course is uh, virtually a slice of heaven in a gated area. I bet there's homeless tents not six blocks from it. Uh, told you guys about the university of professor we had on the air. He would occasionally call us in the very first year or two of the show. And we've tried to find him. I've tried to find him since. He's still listed on the faculty at the, at the Minnesota, but to no avail. Uh, and he, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, predicted exactly what's happening in the United States today. Hmm. Exactly. The hell was his name? John Strominger. No, but he's got a piece of art for you. He's got a bumper he wants to sell you. Remember that? <laughs> God, that was funny. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get in that office and he's gonna do some work. As soon as my girlfriend from the Philippines gets back to me, and we were all fired up to talk to him. Yep. Before and we we're gonna do whatever. It, let's support this guy. Let's get the word out. Yep. Let's push this guy's. And we all looked at him. Oh and my God! Started telling John, us about some mail order bride in Malaysia. John Belushi comes on and right. starts doing a bit. <laughs> But again, at least he, well, I was. He I keep, tried. Well, but he really didn't. <laughs> no, well, he did. Basically, he allowed his name to be used. He didn't know what, if he was on foot or horseback. No. What a nice guy. What are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do? Well, unlike everybody else, he's at least going to go work. He's not just going to become an activist. A.G. Garland holds a press conference. You know what we take for granted? Air. Uh, yeah. Good health. Air. <clears throat> Good health. <clears throat> yeah, I had to go to this dermatologist <clears throat> the other day. Clean water. <clears throat> and they have this list of stuff. Have you ever had the following? It's like two pages of illnesses. Okay. And my answer was no to everyone. How lucky am I? Okay. That's my story. Oh. I take for granted the fact that I can pull over with my twenty two rifle and shoot a striped gopher standing on the road. There's a, I know of striped gophers. There's no such thing as a oh. striped gopher. Do you guys remember this? Because I had never seen this video before. President Ronald Reagan. He was a member of Los Angeles Country Club. Remains the most compelling argument for an open world. We're reminded of the many traditions of openness and democracy that have marked the history of this city. Amer missed me. <clears throat> a balloon popped at a speaking engagement. He paused, smiled, and said, <laughs> missed me. I thought that was funny. We've heard that before. I never had. I'd, I had never seen that before. He was a member of the LACC. Hmm. Scratch? Was he a good golfer? I uh, don't even know if he was a player. Well, he was an athlete, wasn't he? Uh, he was a lifeguard. Wait, no, I, th I thought he was a football player. 
You're thinking of the Gipper. Am I thinking of the Gipper? Same era. I'm looking it up. I know he has an athletic background. I'm convinced of it. Early life, radio. And I'm sure he has an He was a very fit guy. He yeah. liked to chop wood. You know, you got to get Clear to the range. brush. Clear brush. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Is Rookin? I have no idea. I don't factor that anymore. I just do the show. Maybe he's throwing axes today. Could be. Come on here. I, I swear to God he was. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Okay. Boy, you're, it's a new record. I had an interview. Did you have to fire somebody? Uh, I did two days ago. This one was a hire. Oh, uh, yeah. When do we get paid? <laughs> what are you thinking about when you're playing? Well, uh, basically, I've been thinking about getting paid. <laughs> um, you're competing against the cars that made America Season 1 Part 3 on today. <laughs> uh, I think it's a shame that you do that. Yeah, it is. I agree. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> no, we we weren't going to use yeah, that Yeah, we're not word. using that word today. Now, Matthew, um, Joe... He can't oh, hear you. He can't hear you. No. What? Kenny's trying to talk to you. <clears throat> what do you got, bro? My Ray, family, uh, got uh, quite a... Quiet, quiet down, Joe. Um, Sushere is picking some low-hanging fruit today. It's up to us, the other three... To keep it classy. I'm and willing that, to be talked out of it, Kenny, because no, you're no, right. No, no, no. I think we definitely should go here. But the three of us are going to keep it classy while you try to drag us through the muck. All right. While Ronald Reagan was known more for his time playing football, he had a lengthy history with the game of baseball as well. I'll be darned. His mom chose it baseball. Okay. I knew he played football. Where chose did he play? It. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Am I spelling Reagan right Chris, do you look at the clock ever? Oh, hey, Joe, it's 12 1. What uh -huh. are we doing here? Um, we need my. Well, you can just give them to me on the go. I don't care what right. they are. Joe, For, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1099, which is also an IRS form. Hey. June 16th, 2023, 97 degrees was the record high on this day. That was in 1933. It was 43 degrees on this day in 1961. These terribly important records are brought to you by Aquaside. They provide everything you need for a completely clean lakeshore. Aquaside products are easy to use. They work quickly. They're made right there in White Bear Lake, and they've been checked with all of the proper authorities. If you've got weeds and algae and junk and vegetation uh, littering your swimming area and the kids are freaking out, call Aquaside. Describe to them exactly what you're looking. It's a, there's a fighting chance you need some Aquaside pellets. That's what I use, and they worked. It absolutely does work. Aquaside has been keeping beaches free of weeds and algae for more than 60 years. Call Aquaside and tell them exactly what you're looking at. They'll help you understand the problem and get you the right products to take care of it. 
888-900-9350, also at Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. I'm trying to sit up straight for Jackie. Uh, Jackie up north always emails us, and she said, do you have a bad back or a bad neck? Because she always sees me sitting like this. Well, usually your face is on top of the table because you're in and, disgust. Uh, and I don't, I don't have a terribly bad back or bad neck, but man, I have to work on my no. sitting posture. You had the bad back a week ago. I've stretched myself out of the problem. Oh. Yeah. Okay. My mom says we need to look at the camera, not look down. Well, I have to keep up. I do this too much. Yeah. I don't like being on TV. No, I know you I, don't. I, I told her that. We all hate it. Oh, TV is wonderful. Well, yeah, but I don't like it. <laughs> Let's go. What, what, what you like it because you're a ham. Yes. Um, 10 seconds sunny update. Oh, no. The number provided me. By the gentleman that did a Mike. search, Mike, yep. what's the right number? I texted Sonny and said, Sonny? He said, yeah, who's this? I said, Matt from Juno. Oh, my God, how did you get my number over 50 years? I haven't. So we're going to uh, chit-chat. We've texted each other. We're going to go out for no. a beer. And- no, you need to write him a new letter. I should. But well, we're not bringing it to the show because oh. well, we'll forget well, that hey, we did it. Hey, moron. My skills are a little bit better than I was at nine, so if I did write a letter, I, I wouldn't be. No, here. no, that's not it. I'm sure they are. That's not it. We just we just got ourselves in a, a terrible jam with that. Yeah, proving, it's closure. Proving to the world that See, we completely forgot about it. The yeah. difference, uh, Matthew, between you and, like, say, Such and I, if we received that text, we would say, wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I don't think he's a GLer, but we'll make a GLer out of him. I got a note from Bob Wolf who writes, coming out of a gas station in Alexandria, I saw a blue water science decal on a big suburban. I yelled Steve to see if it could really be him. His head popped out of the window with a friendly wave like he was trying to throw a football over the mountains. Nice. (laughs) I ran him down in the hotel parking lot for a wonderful chat about milfoil, fish counts, and, of course, GL. He then taught me how to take a selfie. What a great guy. So Bob ran into the lake detective. And the lake detective is hail fellow well met. And that's lake country up there. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the uh, LD was on a case. There's a picture of... Bob and LD. Oh, cool. And uh, LD oh, yeah. being the technological genius that he is, taught this guy how to take a selfie. I know right where that photo was taken. I recognize the background. And I would just like to thank uh, the Lake Detective for not bothering me when he was in my part of the world. <laughs> Super 8. Yep. Tonight is the night. Tonight we have the uh, sisters of perpetual indulgence taking part in a pride celebration at Dodger Stadium. I'm going to miss it. Are they also part of the first pitch ceremony? I wonder. And you've got, are they, would you please look up for me who they're playing tonight? Yes, sir. Is it the Nationals? Giants. San Francisco Giants. Is it really? That's what my story says. Oh. Well, because Washington Nationals pitcher Trevor Williams... Is he a good pitcher? Kenny is right. They are playing the Giants. Well, that's going to be a sold-out house. Yes. Uh, Trevor Williams is a pretty good hurler. 
right? Yes. Of the of the Nationals, and he believes the Dodgers organization knows exactly what it's doing, and he's uh, he's irritated by this. He's frustrated, and uh, he uh, said, "Why is my faith being offended like this?" He's already released a lengthy statement condemning the team's move and said that the group makes a blatant and deeply offensive mockery of my religion and the religion of over 4 million people in Los Angeles County alone. Wow. The pitcher pitcher spoke out once more about tonight's Pride Night. Uh, He was speaking with the, the Catholic network EWTN News and said, we cannot stand idly by why our Lord gets mocked. And before I hit send, you know, you try and do as much research as you can, he said. It's uh, it's what they're going to do, though, and it's tonight, and uh, I, I don't understand it. Uh, there is a protest being planned uh, by Catholics for Catholics, uh, but they are hoping and insisting that it's a peaceful and prayerful uh, protest. I could see how this could turn into disco demolition really quickly. Uh, I I don't. Uh, I think who's ever heading up this protest would be uh, cognizant of that damage that could do. But you can't control those who are protesting. Right. But I think their protest is just going to be, we have these signs and not in your face, we're trying to... Well, and they will prop most likely have amped up police presence security because, you know, that's what L.A. needs to focus on right now as a Dodger game. Are you aware of the uh, right. the presidential candidate who's gaining some traction, whose name I'm going to have trouble pronouncing, Ram Sawani or... Uh, yeah, the, uh, the Pakistani or Indian... Well, he's American. Yeah, but I mean, his yeah. nationality is... He said something, I'm going to paraphrase, he said something to the effect that uh, people used to have as their currency money. Money was a common currency, right? Yeah. Today, your currency is your victimization. And this appearance by these nutcases at Dodger Stadium is further proof that the whole LGBT community, not all of you, of course, but your activists who tend to dominate you, uh, you're you're desperate to be marginalized. You're you're desperate to be identified as uh, as victims. Without it, you have nothing. Yeah, and and rather than uh, uh, be considered part of the human race and dealing with what the rest of us deal with, you cling to your victimization and want to be out front with that all the time. And it's tiresome. And go away. Just be you. Right. Just be you and lead your life. You don't have to shout out what your current But you're so are. desperate to be special. You're not special. You're no more special than anyone else. And so the Dodgers uh, have suffered a notch, in my estimation. Uh, there's... I, I suppose teams can figure out a way to be inclusive and honor everybody in the world. And sure. I, I understand all that. But why specifically a group this this potently poison? Why a group that, that has no redeeming value Well, whatsoever? you know the answer to that. I guess they, I don't. They initially said, well, we're They gonna, were uninvited. They were uninvited. Then and they're, they're invited back. And they caved to public pressure. 
That's exactly well, it why they... Be, it can't be public pressure. They cave to the pressure exerted upon them by people desperate to remain victims. Albeit a small percentage yeah, of the population. Yeah, you know, there's 10 of them. How many... What? what right there. Four million Catholics. Five. Five million Catholics. And they're ripping the, the nun stuff. Uh, and what percentage of the population are, are trans or... You know, it'd be, it'd be fun would be to talk to somebody in their 70s or 80s, an old queen, uh, somebody who has seen it all from the gay side of the aisle. Right. And I would love to get their perspective on this and what this has done, what they feel this has done to gay rights and the so-called, quote unquote, gay movement, the, the, the movement for freedom and equality what, what gay rights you have the same right as anyone else i know i'm having a hard time phrasing it correctly I know what you mean though but who, yeah who was, yeah who was the person speaking was it three or four days ago the video we're saying don't do us any favors was that here i don't know it was a it was a uh, trans uh, uh, person that was saying oh oh yeah i sent that i um i texted that to you joe oh yeah it was a uh it was a video of a drag queen advising parents to keep their children away from their performances that has nothing to do with children we don't want any part of that and and uh he was speaking with some common sense you yeah know. saying you don't need to they don't need to know that part that's it if, if they're that way it'll come out eventually it, it was so good that i felt that this could be a fake you know what i mean yeah. a, a straight guy dressed up but um he he was too good of a queen to yeah. be a fake. When I think of a fake queen, I think of uh, what's the guy with the cigar from the fifties who used to put on the dress? The Milton comedian. Burl. Yeah, I think of Milton Burl. What the Dodgers? What did the Dodgers need? Who did they need? They needed someone to say, "Go bleep yourself. Mm, mm -hmm. You're not going to have a night at Dodger Stadium." Go ahead and be a drag queen and be a sister of indulgence, but we don't want any part of it. What, See you later. What you're trying to say is they needed somebody in the organization to say, we should stay away from this, because yeah. this was pre-planned back in the offseason. Anyway, it's tonight, and uh, uh, let me see something here. I, I'll be watching the U.S. Open. Because you get primetime golf. <laughs> Thrilling night when for you, When the U.S. Huh? Open is on the West <laughs> Thrilling Coast. Thrilling night you're for damn, you. You're damn right it was. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch the Survivor. Uh, Survivor's over. Oh. Let me see Amazing if this Race game's on tonight. Baseball. <laughs> uh, nope. You won't have that locally, sir. Nope. Unless you have the MLB ticket or whatever it's called. Well, I got the MLB network. That's different. Uh-huh. They do what's called regional coverage, where they go from game to game. At, at 6 o'clock, of course, you're going to get the always available Yankees at Boston game. Uh, and then a couple of Apple TV games that I would never figure out how to watch. So, now, which matchup is this? Is this the one where the celebrities play and it's a big S show and stupid what? and Bill Murray's out there? What? The, this little golf contest that you're watching. <laughs> The pro am? Yeah. What, what is this? Is this is the U.S. Open, you moron. What a moron! Yeah, clown mouth at you know hole seventeen. You're thinking of Pebble Beach, you dummy. Joe, tell me everything you know about the dream at Eldora Speedway that was run last Friday, last Saturday. What do you know about that? Tell me everything you know about it. Somebody crashed. See, I don't. 
expect you to know anything about my stuff. Why would you expect me and the rest of the world to give yeah. one single rat's behind? Kenny's about got a great your point. Stupid little golf game. Joe, right wow. now, who's leading in ERA in the DRS League of Town Baseball, Minnesota? How's who's Kyle? How's terrible. Kyle Larson the doing Lakers. in the sprint cars? Ruck throwing in. Uh, it's it's our national open. <laughs> our name me what season Survivor is on right now. See, you can't do it. You why can't do you spell Survivor? Us? Why do you why do you expect us to know or care about your? Who is thing? the host? Who is the host of Survivor? <laughs> I don't know. That's okay. that's criminal. Jeff, something. What are you Russian? Right, Jeff, something. <laughs> commie, you freaking commie. Are you working for RTV? <laughs> Jeff Go Jeff. ahead, Joe. It's your show. Yeah. Take over. Take it back over. <laughs> I'm done with the Dodgers. They're yeah. going to have their thing tonight, and I, I hope the protest you know remains what? But peaceful. you did bring up an interesting point, that it'll be a packed house. And I guarantee... It would have been a packed house it, without these sisters it, of indulgence. Exactly, but it will be touted as if, look at what we did and how many people... Came. Well, no... You're yeah. playing your biggest rival. That's why there's you know 56,000 people there. We wonder. We wonder sometimes mm-hmm. what do, what do the what does the political class do every day? Well, they hold hearings and meetings. They have hearings and meetings. And what we have here is we uh, alerted to this by an emailer, and I looked up all the players. We have audio for you from a U.S. Senate Committee on Environment and Public Works Subcommittee on Chemical Safety, Waste Management, Environmental Justice, and Regulatory Oversight. Mm. All right. They held a hearing on the impacts of plastic production and disposal on environmental justice. So they're in Washington, and this was, Reeves, was this yesterday? This was yesterday. 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 So we got up and went to work and and uh, sorry, this took place June fourteenth. June fourteenth. It was published on YouTube yesterday. We we got up yesterday or two days ago and did the podcast and and these people got up and among the tasks they had that day was to have this hearing, and uh, the ranking member is a guy named. Uh, well, I have his pro- I have his information here. Mullen from Oklahoma. He's a senator. Wayne Mark Mullen. His first name is got uh, Mark Wayne. I'm sorry, spelled as one word. His name is Mark Wayne Mullen, Republican senator from Oklahoma. Uh, he's married. He's got six kids, and I think that's a key to him having some common sense. Okay. He's and then he's uh, entertaining an activist. Named Angeli Angel Bradford, and she is in the physiology department at Tulane University, and she has listed among her hobbies uh, volunteering with organizations leading the fight against climate crisis. Okay, and she's particularly interested in the idea that plastics are terribly problematic for the environment, and she wishes the production of plastics, all plastics, to stop immediately. And also heard is a woman named Donna Jackson. And uh, let me help you find Donna Jackson. She is the Director of Membership Development for Project 21, a black leadership network at the National Center for Public Research. 
And she writes that Project 21 is one of the oldest and largest black conservative think tanks. Oh, okay. Which gives We're her allowed a, to have those? It's, it's, it's terribly interesting when you hear her. Uh, she represents small business owners to law enforcement, to assembly line workers, to teachers, to energy producers, to clergy, to health care workers. And uh, we are not career activists, lawyers, or lobbyists, and more than a few actually live uh, in the community they're trying to improve. We cover a wide range of issues, but our fundamental focus is lifting people out of poverty and dependence and into prosperity and self-sufficiency. So during this video, which you will hear the audio of, I will identify the players. And you may start this at any time you wish. Chairman, <clears throat> Ms. Bradford, in your testimony, did I understand you right? So that you want to Stop. end all... Stop. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to stop it. This is Senator uh, Mark Wayne Mullen, and he's, he has addressed this activist named uh, Angel Bradford. Maybe you should start it over. I'm sorry. I said the plastics industry must no, be No, start it over completely. He's a conservative from Oklahoma. Well, he's a Republican. Did I understand right. you right? So did you want right. to end all plastic manufacturing? I said the plastics industry must be stopped. So does that mean in plastic manufacturing? I mean, in my dream world, sure. But I think that, so, um, oh, so oh what, go ahead. No, so I, I, and I don't mean to be condescending here. I just point out, what's <laughs> going to replace your glasses? She's wearing um, glasses. Like, so I you do know. you wear your around your face? They're, they're made of plastic. Maybe. No, I don't know what they're made out of. They are. What, so, what about, and I'll just point out some things here because I just want to be realistic when we're having conversations because when statements are made like this, I just want to open people's eyes and say, well, what? okay, that's easy to say, but what's the solution? Your water bottle in front of you. This one? Yes. That plastic? No. Yes, the lid is. is. How dumb is that's she? That's plastic. Right. So right, right. It, I would it, say it, to your question so, that I would first be concerned about single-use plastics, and then we can talk your, about alternatives your, to this. Your, your cell phone there, is it plastic? The cases, but it's glass because I broke oh, the components the inside screen of it yesterday. Plastic? The components made out of it's not plastic? Yeah, they are. The water that you filled that water bottle up with, um, where'd you fill that water bottle up out of? A water filling station. All right, and it was delivered by a drink station that was plastic? I didn't check. The edges are. The piping coming to it. Now, you have a couple of choices with the piping. Um, we could go back to using wood, but then you have to have line it in chemical. Uh, or we could go back <coughs> and use lead, because we used to have water piping that was lead. That was harmful to us. Uh, we go back to galvanized, but galvanized rust and had discoloration. Um, we go back to copper, but, but copper has to be mined, and everybody wants to stop mining in the U.S. So you use plastic to deliver piping that you fill that water bottle up with today. I, I point this out because the clothes you have on, I guarantee you have plastic in it. The shoes you have on your feet, the soles of those shoes are plastic. So we talk about any, any manufacturer, plastic manufacturing, and everybody in here cheers when you say that, but everybody here is depending on plastic as you set. So if you want to end it, then quit using it. It's kind of like, I don't sharp it or shop at certain places right now because I don't agree with some of their policies. 
I choose not to do that. You can choose to not use plastic. Do your work. If, 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 if you believe it, then live it that way. And, and, and if not, then tell me what the solution is. Mr. Sunday, can you manufacture a car today without plastic? Because we talked about manufacturing. The chairman brought up manufacturing cars as it is safe. But the components that go into the cars today, can you do that without, without plastic? No, Senator, increasingly so with the new uh, mileage mandates. You increasingly need to use automotive components that are plastics derived. So we wouldn't have manufacturing, today's modern manufacturing, if we didn't have plastics, correct? Correct. Ms. Jackson, do you agree with that statement? Yes. This is Donna Jackson of the Conservative So what's the think alternative team? for manufacturing? Because we, the Democrats talk about middle-class wages. Middle-class wages typically come directly from manufacturing. What is it that we're manufacturing that doesn't have plastic in it today? Nothing. And you know what? It would increase the cost of everything if we turn to an alternative and it would disproportionately impact low-income people who have lower incomes. It would be another regressive tax on the poor. So according to your testimony, Ms. Jackson, it sounds like you're saying that the environmental justice agenda does more harm than good for low-income families. Is that correct? Yes. And, you know, I, I have the unique uh, uh, opportunity to see both sides when the industry comes in the area and when it doesn't. As an auditor, I worked uh, on Nissan North America. Mm -hmm. Nissan North America moved to Smyrna, Tennessee, where it built the largest automotive manufacturing plants. And the transformation was astonishing. I mean, it went from a community that was poor to a community that U.S. World News wow. voted one of the top 10 places to retire. You had poor people in areas that were poor that became middle class. You had middle class people that became upper middle class and a lot of upper middle class people that became affluent. They have attractions, they have amenities, they have uh, housing, affordability. I mean, the amount of prosperity in that area has resonated out three counties, three counties. I've also had the opportunity to see when an industrial, uh, and that did, wouldn't happen if you don't have an industrial complex moving into the area where you're talking about high economics. I've also seen the other side where all of a sudden you have deteriorating buildings, empty storefronts, dilapidated housing, people standing on street corner housing, that uh, uh, families that are broken. So we need to balance the fact that people's lives need economic upward mobility. And we can't just say uh, we're going to take out an industry and leave people poorer than they were. Poverty causes the worst health care in this country. Poverty is the one that destroys lives. It destroys health. It creates trauma. So we need to make sure that when we're talking about these issues, we take into account the human loss of life, not just the environmental impacts. Thank you. Thanks for your indulgence there. Isn't that wonderful? Did we ever hear yeah. back from the little hippie chick? Nope. Not in no. this clip.
not in that clip. Uh, she is a young, attractive uh, female who uh, has been at the failed academy, and, and she has this ridiculous notion that we should end the production of plastic. And it was pointed out to her how uh, hypocritical, un- uh, how is. unlikely that that could possibly be. And uh, but her but only it, comeback was. Well, I'm only talking about single-use plastics. Well, no. you just don't get how things work. No. And then the automobile guy who weighed in, uh, he captures why liberals, euphorians can't link in order to meet the constantly delivered to Detroit auto standards and to meet mileage requirements, cars have to have been kept getting lighter and lighter and lighter. And the only way to do that is to lighten the materials you use to build them and in many cases, that's the use of plastics. And now plastics are used uh, in the in the manufacturing process anyway. But the uh, manufacturers are discovering new ways to use plastics because of the weight. And here is this meaningless activist. She just offers nothing to the world, brings nothing to that uh, room in Washington, D.C., except her belief that we, we don't need plastic. Well... She's just wrong. But she'll be in office relatively soon. There's just no way that she can even be considered to be on the right track. She has nothing going for her. She brings nothing to the... Brings nothing to the uh, conversation. There's a lot of plastics at EcoFund Motorsports. Well, that's okay. uh, Before you move on, what about plastic bags? You and I hate them. Yeah, but we do what uh, Mark Wayne Mullen said. You make a choice then don't take the plastic bag. I rarely ever take a plastic bag at a store. If I'm I, just buying a couple of items, I'll just carry them. I'm part of the problem. I kill about a six-pack of these every day. I'll drink plastic, uh, bottled uh, water, and I recycle the bottles. That's why you need Hofferman. They all, they all get recycled. Are we doing no, I'm doing EcoFun. Oh, I'm doing EcoFun. Intertwining here. Yes, but, Kenny? I mean, those two items alone... The hippie chick might ha- have a, a little bit of a point. The plastic yeah. bags, the plastic water bottles that I, you know, admittedly use. Well, anyway. I don't see. I don't see what her point is. Uh, her point can be, uh, I'm going to choose never to buy a bottled uh, a bottle, but buy a plastic bottle of water. In the beginning of yeah. her of her speech, she said, "In a perfect world, yes, I would like to abolish." But the- that's the problem with the activists. Right. The fantasy nature of yeah. their wishes. The, the world has never been perfect. It just doesn't work that way. Ever. Yeah. Uh, well, I was mentioning the plastics at uh, EcoFun. Well, they're highly attractive. I mean, my scooter's got some plastic components that give it a great look. And electric bikes at EcoFun Motorsports employ plastics. But uh, EcoFun Motorsports is important because right now everything's on sale. 400 e-bikes in stock. Kalen uh, Bloom will take you out to the parking lot. They have a great big parking lot, perfect for test driving. Get the right size and the right equipment of electric bike you need. You'll pick it up and, right away. And uh, all the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures, top flight motorcycles, ATVs, golf carts, great youth recreational equipment, helmet and apparel, and it's just the fun stuff of life. It's great toys. Get out there this weekend. What a great weekend for riding. We've got clear air and warm temperatures, and EcoFun has all of the recreational equipment you want. And when you ride an e-bike, you'll discover why you've been uh, 
behind everyone else. They just take off if you need them to <laughs> take off. It's EcoFunMotorsports.com. It's EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just west of Interstate 35. And in Burnsville, EcoFun Motorsports on the service road of life near County Road 42. I've heard a senator or representative or somebody with, within the last month or so do that same sort of thing with people that were protesting um, that wanted to get rid of um, uh, cars and they wanted battery-operated cars. And he did the same thing about the manufacturing of batteries. Mm-hmm. And the person he was talking to had no idea how harmful um, the, the process is. Oh, it's a dreadful process. That's a ray of hope, you know. The Senate still has Mark Wayne Mullins in it. I don't think he's a MAGA guy. He sounded too smart to be a MAGA guy. Yeah, uh, he gave his endorsement. Did he? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Well, what are you going to do? You know what he did prior to being in the Senate? He hosted House Talk, a home improvement radio oh, program. Crap. I forgot to Oh, he's that. a... He's a Native American. Really? Boy, he doesn't look like it. No, he doesn't. He has Mullen Properties, Mullen Farms, Mullen Services, Mullen Plumbing. Uh, and he's got six kids, and he knows how the world works. And Angel, Angel Bradford is just a young, good-looking chick who doesn't have a bleeping clue what's going on. Nothing. 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 And uh, boy, we got to pay more attention to this Project Twenty One, a black conservative group. Wow, how great is that? Hey Ken, oh, he's doing all right for himself. Wow, mm-hmm. goodness. Um, yeah, I only need a couple from you today, so can I squeeze in North American here, please, as we come back? What is North American? Yeah. Banking company. Oh, he's going to do an act. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. Yes, I'm going to do. You scared me. Kenny was thinking, I don't do that. I don't do that. I was like, I'll take it, but don't let's go. know what that is. Um, Joe, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's go down here. Oh, and then we need to promote. I forgot to promote the, the sale. Well, do it. In the beginning segment. Rook, I might need you your help here. Okay. Do you have your sheet in front of you? Um, That's all right. I'm rolling. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. North American Banking Company. They've been around since 1998 when they opened their first location. They made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker and they know you. While a lot has changed since then, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities has not. They have six locations to serve you. My location, where I open my account, is in Roseville. You can also see them at 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location, which is right there in Maple Grove. Now listen, they offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the service 
and commitment of a community bank. And North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. Not shipped out of state, this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. North American Banking Company deals with numbers every single day, but you are never going to be one of them. So check them out online if you would like. NABankco.com. NABankco.com. That's their website. And they are fantastic. And I am a customer of North American Banking Company and will continue to be. North American Banking Company, member FDIC and equal housing lender. Um, Mr. Mayor. Yes. We forgot to promote the 30th anniversary garage. Well, logic we didn't forget we just didn't to do it yet. You just didn't do it yet. You're right. I forgot to say something at the beginning. I of already the am getting emails from people around the country who are ordering from the. Uh, you're kidding. Garage logic. Oh, that's cool. Hey, merchandise. If look, you're on the town council, look at that knack, baby. This I'm knack, so uh, I didn't this get that. knack hoodie is so cool. I think I got a knack hoodie. Did you get one? Yeah. I, I, I'm so mad I didn't order that one. Well, Ross gave me a couple. I didn't. I think it's a knack. One of them's a knack. I ordered a pullover, but he gave me a T-shirt. Is it rude for me to I say? I want the failed Academy T-shirt. I have I to go buy I'm going to buy one. So Fire here's the thing. We're going to be updating the selection throughout the summer, adding a few items here and there. The current assortment is as follows and available in both T-shirts Long sleeve tees, hoodies, and women's sizes. The standard GL hooded sweatshirt that all of you GLers have seen a million times, which is all, always very popular. As Kenny just mentioned, the NAC hardware. There's the Two Cycle Auto Works, Universitai of Garage that's Logic. That's the best one. I'm sorry, but that's the best one. That's the best that's sweatshirt. The one I that's ordered. the best pullover. Yep. That's I, the best T-shirt. That's the one I got, and I do like it. Um, also, the GL Fire Department, and as Joe mentioned, the Failed Academy. Town Council members receive a 10% discount, and they should look uh, for their e- at their email excuse me for a promo code. It's very cool, and it's online at GL. Are there uh, hats? No hats with this particular sale. And also, no flags, because um, we, we got a ton of email about GL flags, and all I can say is we're working on works. it. We're Did you remember to say, Paige, can you please schedule this on the spreadsheet? Oh, wait, that, I don't, we don't have to promote I don't, that? I don't, I don't think okay, we have to say that part two. of it. That's from Ross. Got it. Yeah. To review, we just heard a bit of a hearing on the use of plastics. And a principal was a guy named Mark Wayne Mullen. Uh, it turns out uh, he won a special election in Oklahoma to serve the remainder of Jim Inhofe's term. He's a Native American, member of the Cherokee Nation. All right. Uh, in fact, he's... Uh, the second member of the Cherokee Nation to serve in the Senate. The first was a guy named Robert Latham Owen, who retired in 1925. So this evil, cruel country had Native Americans in the Senate in 1925. Uh, And he, uh, among the people uh, in the room, was a young activist named Angel Bradford, who wants to eliminate the manufacturing of plastic. And she had to be educated. And not only was she educated by Senator Mullen, she was ed- educated by a woman named Donna Jackson, also a black woman, who turned to this young woman and said, uh, basically, honey, uh, you you don't know how the world works. But uh, wasn't it a, a ray of hope also that he disagreed with her and he said, I'm trying not to be condescending here. I think he presented it very, he did. Uh, in, a, yep. in a great way, respectful way. Well, he did, and he had the right answer. And there was is, no shouting? No, he had the right answer for all activists. If you don't want to use plastic, don't use it. Try to minimize it in your life. 
the gal's no, explanation the gal's explanation of um achieving the american dream basically to me was fast donna jackson levels of incomes benefited yeah the poor because became middle Nissan class plant the middle class became upper and so on and so on what happened to kenny is he is he about on seven seconds behind us now i don't think so yeah i think we're good huh yeah, we're All right. good. Well, we're in any that's that was wonderful. Uh, that was wonderful news. The Nissan plant, though, she was spot on with that. That, that. That was remarkable. A remarkable comeback. Well, let's stick to the economy. I've had this story sitting in front of me. I've been waiting for a slot. Okay. I have the slot. What's the slot? You got a Seattle-based ice cream company, Molly Moons, hmm. homemade ice cream. Okay. All right. Hmm. It's suing. Uh, apparently, it's suing the city for extensive property damage that it suffered from a Black Lives Matter zone chop in 2020. Remember when chop was in the news? Oh, yeah. Uh, in the summer of 2020, rioters created an anti-police zone that was initially called the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, CHAZ, but was later renamed the Capitol Hill Occupied Protest, CHOP. As a result, KUOW reported protesters took over a 10-block area surrounding a Molly Moons location. Molly Moons got an ice cream <laughs> store. Funny name. Three years later, Molly Moons filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Washington to sue the city for ignoring its constitutional rights because police chose to abandon the chop zone to rioters. We went through this. Yep. Past couple of summers. The CEO of Molly Moons, Molly Moon Neitzel, told Fox News Digital, because maybe you're not going to see this in the Washington Post. The CEO of Molly Moons, Molly Moon Neitzel, told Fox News Digital that it did not want to undermine the message of racial equity through its lawsuit. At Molly Moons, we hold race equity at the top of our list of priorities. Remind me, Rook, to address the word equity when we when I finish this. Write it down and, and bug your mayor. Bug right. your mayor. At Molly Moons, we hold race equity at the top of our list of priorities for how we want to make the world better. Black Lives Matter. The lawsuit filed Wednesday, June 7, is not meant to undermine that important message. It's seeking compensation for the significant revenue losses and team morale impacts we experienced during and for many months after CHOP caused by the city of Seattle's decision to affirmatively create and assist the CHOP occupation of Capitol Hill to abandon the police precinct and to stop responding to public safety needs in our beloved Capitol Hill community, Neitzel said. And she's being very careful here. She's trying to have her cake and eat it, too. The lawsuit claims that it does not seek to undermine CHOP participants' message or present a counter-message. See, she's really walking a tightrope here. She's 30,000 feet above the ground on a tightrope. She's saying, I love the fact that we're fighting the man, but fighting the man is costing me money. Right, right. (laughs) I'm I'm really angry, but I don't want to upset anybody else. (laughs) Rather, the suit continued, this lawsuit is about Molly Moon's constitutional and other legal rights of which 
uh, of which were overrun by the city of Seattle's decision to abandon and close off an entire city neighborhood, leaving it unchecked by police, unserved by fire and emergency health services, and inaccessible to the public at large, and then material and then materially support and encourage a hostile occupation of that neighborhood. And she seems to want to differentiate between her constitutional rights and her emotional rights. Emotionally, she wants us to really understand she's all for these people. But damn it, they violated my constitutional rights. (laughs) The lawsuit also alleges that the city of Seattle's failure to protect its residents from the protests subjected businesses, employees, and residents of that neighborhood to extensive property damage, public safety dangers, and an inability to use and access their properties. Molly Moon's lawsuit comes after public and repeated endorsements of the BLM movement in Seattle and around the country. On the company's Instagram page, there are multiple posts celebrating leaders in the BLM movement, including Nikita Oliver, a lawyer who identifies as non-binary. Oh. Okay. What, what does that have to do with it, I wonder? Uh, it but they love to be marginalized. Irrelevant. Molly Moon has also shared posts on voting with a felony, promoting access to safe abortions, and in support of Pride Month. The ice cream company is just one of multiple parties suing Seattle for its failure to prevent businesses and residents from damages, danger, and even death resulting from CHOP back in 2020. A father who lost his teenage son in Seattle's chop zone also sued the city. In his suit with Ocean and Associates this month, Antonio May Sr. said the city was well aware of violence in CHOP, but had abandoned it without a working plan to provide essential services. His 16-year-old son, Antonio Mays Jr., was fatally shot after he traveled there from California for what he thought was a peaceful protest of the uh, in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Sadly, Antonio soon realized there was nothing peaceful about CHOP, the suit states. The city's attorney's office did not respond requests from comments from Fox News. Okay, here's what we're learning. Uh, let's just stick to Molly Moon. Uh, Molly Moon is run by a hippie who... Uh, Probably has maybe maybe there you could even look it up. How many Molly Moon stories okay. are there? She has more than one, and in the store they have in the uh, what was known as the Chop Zone. She lost. I I would imagine she virtually lost all business, uh, and it struck her that uh, look, I'm in favor of all this. Uh, I'm in favor of BLM, and I'm in favor of the protests, and because we hate capitalism except I'm a capitalist and I'm losing money. So what do I do? Well, I'm going to file a lawsuit, but I'm going to go out of my way to tell you how important I think it is to have abortions and be non-binary and all of the other buzzwords that they have to have to uh, check off all the boxes for their progressive credentials. Nine locations. She has nine locations. And in this location, and she's probably doing very well. Some of them aren't even open yet. Really? Yeah, the, I was going to get to that. They they had plans for some of some of those locations, but they're not. So open. so Molly Moon is a phony, but she's trying not to be. I mean, open for business today. Op- some open at noon. One opens at three p.m. Another one opens soon, eleven a.m. We were, we're talking Seattle. We were in Seattle a year ago, and I'm try. I, we went to an ice cream spot, and I'm maybe trying you to, went to a Molly. Moon's. That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it was one of these locations. Was it plastered with? Uh, 
Mysterian nonsense? No, but uh, I was advised by someone we used to work with who worked in that area that said, avoid this area, which included the chop zone, and he was 100% right. It's funny how... uh it's funny how the activism ultimately, in this we should be grateful for, it's funny how activism ultimately will run into the courts. And uh, so long as we have sane, a sane judiciary, mm-hmm. uh, America continues to hang on. Uh, as long as we have a sane senator confronting a, an empty-headed activist about plastics, America hangs on. And here's a case where Molly Moon, probably to the uh, disappointment of her friends, said, I can't uh, do this anymore. We're going to have to sue the city because they completely abandoned us. And she's suddenly citing her constitutional rights, bearing in mind that as if she was if she is an authentic Mysterian, she would believe that the Constitution was flawed and founded by uh, evil white guys who were flawed. And yet, it's such a perfect document that it even comes to the rescue of Molly Moon. And Molly Moon desperately needs it. Now for the word you're supposed to remind me of. Equity. I think I'm going to paraphrase Walter Hudson, the local rep in Minnesota. Who joined us a few weeks ago. Equity, we've been through this a million times, but it really needs to be remembered. Equity. All equity means is equal outcomes. Well, you can't have equal outcomes arbitrarily because what they what equal outcomes do is remove the freedom of individual achievement. You can't have individual competition and individual freedoms and e- and equal outcomes. It doesn't work that way. Because they don't exist. Right. So all equity has come to mean is equal outcomes, but equal outcomes don't work, which is part of the mystery. They don't, they want equity. And if you're going to want equity, then what you have to abandon is individual liberty and a competitive nature. Because once you stick to individual liberty and a competitive nature, it is true. It's only, it can only be true that outcomes will not be equal. Right? Right. Right. Yep. Uh, End of story. Equal equity is, uh, might sound great, but you're being led down the wrong road if you believe in equity. Equity is what you have in your house. It has nothing to do with what you achieve or your status in life. That is what you earn. You've you've used the example before, but one realtor reminded us: equity is what you've had, what you have in your house, unless you refinance. Right. <laughs> and then Donna Jackson would say, "You'll have equity in your house once prosperity starts to lift you up, because an industry moved to town and you got a job. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a plastic manufacturing plant." Because name me a product that doesn't have plastic in it. And you could even take the plastics argument deeper mm. by <laughs> pointing out that it requires petroleum. Oh, oh, good one. Wasn't that the case when uh, right. Biden took office and wanted all the plastic sheets in front of everybody and yeah. said, we're banning all fracking. Does someone want to point out to Joe that... Uh, that's how you make plastic. <laughs> so Molly Moon, welcome to the real world. 
She announces wage transparency on equal pay day. Right. I mean, she's all that foo-foo. Well, she's a mysterious. This was in 2019. Do you think, though, that she's saying that because she's finally come to the realization that, oh, my God, everything I've believed in has basically turned turned against me as a business owner? Yes. Or do you think yes. she's still trying to save face? Hey, leave me alone. Look, I, I'm with you guys. Well, she's trying like to so save face. Like so many face. did here in the Twin Cities during the Floyd riots. She's trying to save face. By pointing out that I believe everything the people in CHOP believed, but the police let us down. I have constitutional rights, too. Well, of course you do, Molly, and you've come to realize that, and now it's the constitution of the supposedly flawed country that you're relying on so that you can start making a living again. Right. So don't be a phony, Molly. Join the club. Join reality. Uh, it's it's just amazing that the activists ultimately will run into the law. It takes a long time. It's taking longer. But when it happens, America is still saved to some extent. And this equity thing is utter B as in B, S as in S. It means nothing. It means equal outcomes. But you can't have equal outcomes and have individual liberty and a competitive nature. You know, I was with you right up until now because I just looked at Molly Moon's flavors and their seasonal okay. selections. Okay, all right. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Right. I was gonna, I was gonna recommend to Rook, don't go to the website oh, because boy. you're gonna find yourself on Molly Moon's side. <laughs> Joe, she's got citrus sherbet. I'm a big sherbet guy. <laughs> Joe, these ice creams look so good. I didn't yeah. say I wasn't on Molly Moon's side. You're I not w- listening carefully no, what I'm saying. We, is- are, we are. I went to the blog portion because I thought I'd be able to find some, you know, propaganda. And all I'm finding oh, is ice cream. Kenny, blueberry pie. Blueberry pie ice cream? Oh, my God. I might have to drive to Seattle and get some. No, I'm all for the Molly Moons of the oh, world. Oh. I say join the real world, which you just apparently have done so by filing a lawsuit. Yeah. Joe, do you want to join the club? No. Okay. What club? The Molly Moon fan club? Be a member of what? Of what? <laughs> New sure spring you... topping, strawberry rhubarb <laughs> sauce, and white chocolate blondie bites. Joe, I think you might have lost us. We're going to Seattle. Ooh, salted caramel. Mm. I don't I like sent... caramel. I sent a text to my sister-in-law who lives in Seattle, and uh, she's never heard of it. We'll have her uh, box up some frozen Molly Moons for you and have it shipped here. She'll be listening to this this evening. Uh, message has been delivered. Yeah. They have a, she has, she has a Sasquatch flavor, but it's blurry. Hmm. Do they say that on there? Because no, if they no. did, that'd be clever. <laughs> that would be clever. They're not that clever. They're not that clever. No. Sasquatch. Blurry. It's blurry. Blurry oh, ice s- cream. I'll tell you what they don't have in Seattle. What? They ain't got a Grunhoffers. No, hell not. We, Minnesota, has Grunhoffers. You know the GL sign and the Rookie Burgers back up on the signboard on Highway 61, just north of Hugo at Grunhoffers Old Fashioned Meats? Oh, can you imagine this Father's Day weekend and the rush to Grunhoffers to load up? We're having brats. We're going to go brats. Are you? Brats, burgers, everything you need is at Grunhofer's. Every possible thing you need for Father's Day weekend, including, you know, they got, I never talk about this, but they have cheeses there. Okay. Oh, cheeses. They have fish, they have chicken, chops, steaks, burgers, ham, bacon. Everything you need is at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. And I, I have uh, told you before that the people behind the counter wearing the aprons, 
They can help you with anything you need to know about grilling and cooking and making some of the best meat products you'll ever taste in your life. It's all Minnesota-grown beef for oh. Minnesota farmers. For Father's Look what Day. he looked up. For Look Father's what he Day. looked up. Grunhofer's on um, oh. what was Instagram. Brisket, brats, steaks, chops, burgers, bacon. And boy, does that meat look absolutely it, well, delicious. Well, it is. It's the it's best. It's great barbecuing. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat. It's in Hugo. Right north. Well, actually, it's north of Hugo on Highway 61. Look for the sign out front. Yep. And it's in Forest Lake on Highway 97, immediately east of Interstate 35. So make it a great Father's Day weekend. Stand around the grill and uh, smell that uh, smell that aroma of Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Yeah. Rook, I forgot to mention, I need Masonic from you, and I need Escape. Okay. So I'll take one from you here whenever you're ready. Um, let's do Min Masonic. If I can get rid of this ice cream. Oh, and then we'll call Patrick. Oh, God, I forgot. I got so much more. We got to do the Willie stuff. Well, you know what? After the scramble. Yeah. If John was here, he would go, Willie, Willie, Willie won't go go home. Ready, Rick? Rolling. Hey, Such, have you heard of Minnesota Masonic Charities? I have. Okay, Why? Because, because you talking. advertise them, and uh, I know some of the people involved with it. It's a hell of an organization. It really is. They are good people, and that's exactly why they're getting the word out right now. They are wonderful, wonderful givers. Yes, they give at Minnesota Masonic Charities. If you'd like to learn more about their organization, it's not just the funny hats and the secret meetings and the handshakes, etc., Uh, Yeah, there's some of that, but that's not what they do. That's not their main focus. Their main focus is helping out the needy, and they do that, young and old. MNMasonicCharities.org is the website. I invite you to poke around there so you can see some of the good work they do. All sorts of great stuff, different services, philanthropy, student scholarships. You can read all about it on the website, mnmasoniccharities.org. And as Suchi Boy said, they do have very good people, solid people that are helping the people that need a little bit of something extra in life, and they're not worried about government intervention. Nope. They get together, they do the meetings, they raise the money, and then they help people out. You can be part of that by calling 952 952- 948-6200-952-948-6200. Plus, check out some of the scholarships. You may want to know someone that needs to apply for these scholarships because they have money to give. MNMasonicCharities.org. Hey, Ken. Since we're going to Patrick here, um, do you want to lay one down before I hit the theme? Um, What's that? Yeah, yeah let me... Um... I just doing one thing here, then I'll be with you. Uh, I'm guessing you want a seafoam today, right? Yes, seafoam and a DK. I sent Late. you an email too. I don't know if you got it or not. Uh, do you s- no about what seafoam? You got a uh, list? Oh yeah, that's what I was doing. I was working with that. Um, gotcha. Can you just use that DK I already laid down? Yes, sir. Yeah, because I want to do the seafoam live. Okay. Because of that letter you sent. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Yes, sir. 
Well, I'm trying to find out if Jason Day's in the open. Bubba Watson is not. Jason Day apparently had a terrible first. I can look it up online. First round, so did Adam Scott. It's our national championship. What about the guy? Huh? What about the guy that um was the success story? Which guy? The golf pro? The, There's uh, Jason Day. Well, he's only three over par. You're talking about the amateur? Oh, uh... What was his name? Yeah. I'm going to look him up. I really? Know. No, he's, he didn't make the U.S. Open. Oh. I thought they extended an invite to him. Uh, no. You're thinking they extended an invite to him at the PGA. Hmm. <coughs> How do I get a uh, how do I get a job driving around the United States? That's all I want to do with the rest of my life. Own a driver around the country. I know uh, a guy who does it. What does he drive? Anything that he's told to deliver someplace, and then he gets a plane <coughs> ticket back. That's what I want to do. Hook me up with that guy. That's all, right. all I want to do from starting on Monday next uh, week on. All right. No contact. No public contact whatsoever. Just drive. Get on a plane. Fly home. Yo, you ready? No people. I don't want to deal with people. Right. I have even considered um, all of these RVs that you see being pulled around the country. Most of them are manufactured in Indiana, and they all have to be delivered one at a time. Well, call the company and tell them you want to be a delivery guy. I want to drive, yeah, I want to deliver RVs. It's only 70 degrees. What the hell's going on? Oh, it's a wonderful day up here. Oh. My God, it's a dream day. Yeah, what is it, about 20 below? <laughs> it's a, it was in the 50s this morning. Oh, perfect. God, it was so awesome, Chris. Oh, Jesus. You people are sick. No, that's perfect. <laughs> that's sleeping weather. That's good sleeping weather. Uh, fine. Then what do you do when you get up? You get coffee. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you think so far of the U.S. Open? Ah, they gave them too much fairway. They gave them too much fairway there. It's too easy. They, uh, they you know, it's hard to hit it in the, it's hard to hit it in the rough there. Uh, you got to really hit it crooked. And, uh, so that's how you shoot 62. You're not supposed to shoot 62s in the U.S. Open. But Pat, now that I know where that place is, and now that you know where it is, we've both driven by it 20 times and not even known it was in there. I once drove through it, actually, on Wilshire, oh. just because I did know it was in there. But, I didn't know. Uh, you have no idea that uh, <laughs> that you're driving through that much money, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Is that where the famous line, do you live around here, came No, that from? was Pebble <laughs> Beach. Yeah. Oh. No, no, that, no, no, yeah, that was Pebble Beach, yeah, which is more expensive than this, probably. <laughs> I don't you know. live around here? But no, the, I think uh, that I read this is the most exclusive club in the country, and their policies make Augusta look like a public course. Oh, is that right? Yeah. As far as getting on there and playing, well, you know who's played it about five times? Our friend Chad Hartman. Really? Who's he? He must know somebody. Well, Can you? NBA, he, he used the uh, when he was traveling with the Timberwolves. He uh, they they would get they had some in out there, and they would uh, 
Jim Peterson and him and some of those guys that get to play it once in a while. I think they mostly played the south course, though. Okay. I don't know if they got on the north course. So. Can you guys explain something to me, both of you? And, and I'm not trying to belittle you or make a joke here. Ooh. Why, both of you, Joe and Pat, why do you find this attractive? Why does this appeal to you guys? Well, I just I love the game of golf. I play golf, and I uh, I find it uh, fascinating. I, I I'm a big fan. Here is the great part of golf, Kenny. The place you play is more important than who's playing. It's uh, or or at least as important. Every other sport, okay, you have a goofy wall in Fenway. Yeah, you see that all the time. But golf is the, the the reason it was so much fun to ride and so much fun to watch is it's two different things. It's the the athlete, but it's also the uh, the test is constantly changing where they're going, and sometimes it's you know the wind is blowing, the rain is you yeah. Know, it's, uh, you're you're playing it outside on this uh, fantastic land and. Uh, Heck, we're, we're learning about geography here uh, watching this tournament because you got the, what do they call it, a barranca? Barranca, yep. They basically got a ditch that runs alongside eight of the holes on the front and then two more on the back. And it's, you don't want to hit it in that ditch. They might have a rattlesnake well, hell. in that ditch. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Pat, I've got a barranca that runs in the field next to my house. Yeah, yeah but you don't have, 18, you don't have a green growing no, on no. it uh, 18 holes. And Kenny, no. and Kenny, in the case of this place, it's so exclusive and so unknown that America is getting its first look at it, not to mention yes. 90% of these pros have never played this course. Mm. Yeah. These people in the uh, stiff, ironed, white collars are thinking, let's have them on here and humiliate them, uh-huh. and then Fowler and Shoffley shoot 62. Right. <laughs> Yeah, 20 and 17, 2017, they had a Walker Cup. That was yep. basically the first time they let the riffraff get out there yeah. and, and play on it. But, boy, it's a tough place to try to watch golf, isn't it? Because yeah. of the boranca and everything. I mean, the people are, you know, nobody's around the greens or anything because you can't get over there. They, they uh, got about 20,000 in their tops. That's all they're putting on there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you know these three courses are all lined up right there, right next to each other. The uh, I mean, like a mile apart or so. You got uh, you got the two L.A. Country Club courses, then you got Bel Air, then you got Riviera. Right. All, uh, first time the U.S. Open's been there since uh, Riviera at '54. So. And you know what, Pat? The, uh, the L.A. Country Club does not allow celebrities as members. Good. They live on the no. course. And they can look at the clubhouse, but they ain't getting in. Wow. And you know what else? That You know what that means from the 1920s? Uh-huh. No Jews. <laughs> well, they do now have Jewish members wow. and black members. They do have Jewish members and black members, but back then it was to keep the Hollywood. Well, of course. You know, when, of course. Uh, the, Jewish, the Jewish folks who came and basically created Hollywood were not invited to play the L.A. Country Club. So wait a minute. Didn't you say Lionel Richie lives on the course? Lives on the course in a house about the size of a hotel. But he's not a member? Not a member. Oh, no. wow. No. Shambly, I don't know, does he even play, but Shambly had a pretty good note. He says, that is, you know, all those great songs he wrote. And, uh, yeah, Lionel wrote, Richie. Wrote, wrote, put out Lionel Richie. He says, uh, hey, must have made, that must have been pretty profitable. Right. At the end of this 
house, taking a gorgeous place overlooking the course. What would you do with that? He probably sneaks out there at night every once in a while to nine iron. Practices chipping, right? No, but it should you should be you know you know have a house like that. You shouldn't you should be a wild party guy with Lionel wild party guy. I don't know. Your friend Ronald Reagan was a member. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Well, sure. Yeah, but he probably uh, you know probably didn't. Don't invite too many people to play with you. I yeah. don't know what it is. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, well, it's amazing. One of the holes is backed up the Sunset Strip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right across the other side. Really? Yes. And it's one of the holes has is the site of the Playboy Mansion. Well, Jesus, yeah. now I'm going to have to watch oh, this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, it's, yeah. A na- it's right in the middle of a neighborhood, Beverly Hills. Oh. It, it, and, and so are the other two, Riviera yeah, and uh, yeah. Bel Air. You know, the pro at Bel Air, Dave Potus, yeah. used to be Easy Dave at Minnesota, Minneapolis Golf Club. Yeah. Back in the day. You could, uh, if you, if you, uh, if you, if you wanted to play and you happened to be a sport writer, Dave would sneak you on at Minneapolis. I don't know if he can do that at Bel Air, however. Well, there was a year where you played Woodhill more than most of the members. <laughs> <laughs> that was my famous story on Tuesday. Yep. On a Tuesday, Wheelock Whitney had me out there to play, and he said, Come on, let's take a picture. You can take a picture here that you played uh, Woodhill. And I said, well, that'd be great. We like, but I did play here yesterday. <laughs> 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 On the Monday free for all. Well, who were the? Didn't you run into some Vikings owners who were disgruntled that you were hauling oh, yourself? Had me bad. No, Hedrick had me bad. Yeah, I didn't play there for four or five years. Hedrick, oh. uh, <laughs> Cheryl Johnson had yep. in her CJ had in her column. That the only Woodhill members not invited were the other Viking owners. Yep. And he blamed me. His wife blamed me for leaking that uh, that note to CJ. And uh, you know she was right. But <laughs> that, was, that was still. I thought that was still a terrible assumption to make, even though it was correct. Right. I thought it was a very bad assumption to make, but. Yeah, by then I was uh, yeah I was tired of playing. I always said I'm tired of yeah, playing. I'm tired of playing. Well, yeah, I went to Woody Hill. I'm playing enough. So all right. Anyway, I have what? been waiting all week to unleash this on all four of you. Are you ready? I discovered a new Twitter account, Kenny. You're gonna love this. It's called the Hockey Samurai Twitter account. Mm-hmm. They post clips of old fights and old press conferences and old. So you guys are familiar with the, the the psychopath known as Don Cherry. He used to coach the Boston Bruins. Well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. he had lost his second consecutive Stanley Cup final to the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. And in the post-game presser of that Game 7, he was being interviewed by CKGM, which is Montreal Radio. Right. And he was asked about the matchup between the Bruin and the Canadian. And when's it all going to end? You could just see when it was 3-1. One little mistake, just waiting, just waiting when it was 3-1. When's it going to end? I know how Williams feels now. I guess a fellow like Rick Middleton really wanted to play badly against the Rangers. Yeah, well. Hold on, Bob. If you'd have won, you'd have been playing the Rangers. Yeah, if my aunt had nuts, she'd be my uncle. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, I gotta write that one down. He said that <laughs> on the post game. No, he'd, he'd say anything. Oh, Jerry was unhinged. I had to rewatch that three. Did he really just say that? Oh yeah. And hey I Pat, said, that long, that long suffering Las Vegas crowd finally got a cup, yeah, huh? They get to get their cup. Wasn't that nice? Isn't that I nice mean, after six years? One guy, one guy had a big sign. We waited six long years. <laughs> Pat, when you look at that long slog to the cup and you look at the way that uh, the Vegas team was built and the Florida team was built, can you even see it happening here? Well, sure, but I don't know why. I I mean, I don't know what else is needed here. They, they, you know, I I mean, I think anything is possible in hockey because, as I say, you play to three, but uh, it's. It's yeah, they're a ways away now. That's for sure. And now they got now they got two years of cap hell to go through. So it's not gonna not gonna be happening too soon. That's for sure. Tuchuk so. played with a broken sternum. Yeah. And game yeah. in game four, he had to have his uniform put on him. He had to have his skates laced up by somebody else, and he went out. He clearly shouldn't have been playing. He didn't really contribute. Yeah. And then in game yeah. five, he finally said, I can't put the uniform on. And yes, in game four, even with all those ailments, he tried to swing his stick and take somebody's head off right. fight after the game. So, so he still, that was his one last act to try to decapitate somebody. Boy, he would have been a great Broad Street bully. Yes, he would. Oh, yes. oh man, he would. <laughs> Been, he would have been in the middle of all of it. But the poor old Panthers, by the end, they didn't. They had about six guys hurt, didn't they? Yeah, they were, they were yeah and what did they have? Did they have nine days off? I don't think that's beneficial. Yeah, they had, in a long time. Yeah, they did. But uh, I don't know. To heal up, maybe it should have been. Nine. They, didn't they win? Which one did they win? Game one? They won no, a game. game no, game they won a game at home. Yeah, game yeah. three. The first game won. home. Oh, game three. Game three. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that's right. They lost the first two in Vegas. How they, about your twins? They lose to lowly oh Detroit. God. I was so mad well, last Detroit night. Detroit had lost... Uh, 13. Uh, lost thir- nine, 13 out of 15. Pat, yeah. what yeah. the hell happened to Jorge Lopez? What happened? I have no idea. He was unhittable in April. He's unusable now. He's almost a release candidate. Every breaking ball he throws is screaming, hit me, hit me. It's awful. I don't know. Pat, he, he gave man. up a ringing double to their nine hitter, which I believe up until last <laughs> night was hitting about 113. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He's unusable. It's uh, How about him hooking Sonny, though, after four? What was that about? I think Sonny took it well, though. I think he took it oh, yeah. well. I like Sonny. You know, basically, he's the only guy that says this is BS. And then, then it made him feel a lot better when uh, Moran, Moran came in and immediately gave up three runs. <laughs> that, that, was, that went over well. So, uh, yeah, their bullpen is... So got some ungodly. This is one of the rare losses when they scored four or more runs. They were like yeah. twenty-seven and nine when they scored four or more runs, which tells you how often they haven't scored four runs. So, but yeah, that was a bad loss. To they sure are drawing well suddenly. Yeah, what happened? They, uh, well, you get the, nice they, weather and they're in the race. Well, you get the Brewers in town too. That'll yeah. help. Two games hey, and one hey, a day game. To, what happened? It wasn't. I was. 
Paul Douglas was telling me it was going to be 90 this week. What happens? It's freezing out. Climate change, Pat. Climate change. Yeah, yeah well, it changed the other way. What, 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 <laughs> something something that the, the, the Alberta thing didn't come down. It's the did smoke it? in the air, keeping it cool. Oh, is that it? Yeah. No, it'll warm up. It'll be it'll be fine. It'll be fine. This is how it's going to be the rest of the summer, Pat. Nice and cool. Highs in the 70s. <laughs> Kenny's what calling it. overrated thing that smoke in the air was. God almighty. You know. <laughs> okay, if you got asthma, stay in the house. Shut up. <laughs> Patrick, I wish, Patrick, I wish you were with me on, it would have been t- uh, Tuesday night, when some of the parents at our Little League game were saying, well, what if it gets too smoky? Should we go on Saturday? Oh, my God, I wish Joe and Pat were with me to hear this right I, now. Hey, hey, hey. It's the only time in my life, and I'm being very serious, that nature drove me inside. Really? Yep. Wow. I wish that there was a TV station in town that had the balls to put a camera up in Golden Valley at Royce's house, and when it was time for the weather, they go, Let's go to weather correspondent Patrick Royce. <laughs> you got asthma, get in the house and shut up. Uh, God almighty, you know, you know, sure is smoky out, umpire. And he said, yeah, play ball. <laughs> well, if you're playing baseball, you're, you can play in a little smoke, for goodness sakes. That, that canceling those games out, I was – Fearful that the wimpy twins would would try. How about our Auroras, by the way? Who were they? The Aurora, women's uh, soccer team. Soccer team, the pre-professional soccer team, which is also called amateur by everybody else. How about <laughs> it? <laughs> they, they went. They went and uh, they went inside uh, and played inside. They, they wouldn't couldn't let their fans. They couldn't risk their fans. Uh, playing uh, out, out in that smoky weather. We're a different di- generation. We grew up where our parents smoked at the dinner table, in the car, with the windows up, in airplanes. <laughs> there was smoke everywhere. We know and how to deal with burnt, it. And we burnt leaves. Yeah, oh, and tires and trash. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, we, now we're afraid of a little smoke. There's a, there's a bonfire up in Canada, and we're supposed to be... <laughs> I'm going to have to part ways. Uh, uh, It smelled like a plastic factory was on fire. Really? Yes. Go inside, you big whip. Yep, I did. (laughs) Oh, mighty. Maybe my nasal passages are bad. I don't know because I didn't notice anything. Well, were you out jogging, for God's sakes? (laughs) No, but I was out with the top down. Yeah, he was going for the Roycey walk. The Roycey walk. I did. In fact, I I had to kill some time because the... you know, we, I had some stuff going on in the house. I was parked out on the up on top of the hill here in Golden Valley and with the top down for 30 or 40 minutes. Didn't smell a thing. It was great. Well, Kill you're it. out of your mind because if you didn't smell it, you got a problem. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who well, cares? you've changed, Patrick, because when you used to kill time, that's when we would do radio. What? What? No, you said oh, I had to yeah. go kill some time. <laughs> A oh. term that always would offend the mayor. Oh, I hated that. Term. <laughs> yeah. All right, you going to the ballpark tonight? I was thinking of these. I was thinking of my radio career the other day, and I I would say the low point was when they had you doing two hours, 
And then we did two hours together, and then I did two hours. Mm-hmm. And we were supposed to do two hours of sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and after about five minutes, Joe said he had nothing to say about sports. <laughs> then we had the sports person of the day, and then we had to go down to one. We had to go down to one sports person. <laughs> How the hell did we ever last for six months? I don't know. Fifteen huh? minutes into the show. So what are you watching on TV these days? <laughs> we've never done two hours of sports in our life, and we've had sports shows. No, no. The, you know, we've been using the ultimate summer hours on Monday Night Sports Talk lately. We didn't do two shows. That's the ultimate sport. Right. I'll that, talk to you Monday. Getting, Kenny, wouldn't you say our greatest achievement was that two hours was too long in the summer? We only did an hour and a half. God, that was baby. That was. I can't believe how lucky we were. Seriously, we got paid for that. (laughs) What a scam! All right, see you, boys. Goodbye. (laughs) I think he was in the recliner today. You think? Yeah, he was leaning back. back. Well, I know he was typing when I first called him. Yeah. I got to file this. I got to file. File this. All right. Uh, we got to take a time out. When, it, when there's smoke in the air, you want to settle down with a nice, cool bottle of water. In a plastic bottle, by the way. And I'm not a hypocrite. I love plastic bottles. So I'm here once again for my friends at Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer. Hofferman Water is the best, and they offer sales, service, and rental options, if you happen to be in the market for a rental option, for Connecticut water treatment systems. That includes water softeners, iron rust, and odor filtration systems, and drinking water systems. And that's because a new system from Connecticut can do so many things other water softeners simply cannot do. It will cut down on your salt usage, and it's also going to protect your appliances. You get that new system from Connecticut because we all know bad water can affect almost every aspect of your home. You get it installed, your showers are better. So is your laundry and your drinking water. So Get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today, 952-894-4040, or visit their website, HoffermanWater.com. I had my Connecticut system installed years ago. It's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. 952-894-4040. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. I need a scape. You can do the scramble here, but I've got some. We're not leaving yet. Right. That's fine. I just need rookie for a scape and Kenny for seafoam. And then we are golden pony boy. Who knows that movie? Come on. Pony boy is. Um, Come on, Rook. Uh, not the outsiders. Yep. Is it the outsiders? It is. Okay. I just watched a portion. Pony boy. I didn't mean day. to. Danielson got the bad end of that one. Yeah. Yeah, you went. Daly got a blade? Yeah, I think so. Oh, he burned in the house fire. Oh, yeah. You ready? Um, Can you go, please? God, I heard that clip from Don Cherry, and I about pooped my pants. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, well, if my aunt had nuts, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, ESC. <clears throat>
I am ready. Rolling, Brad. <clears throat> All right. Get your act together. Get your act together for 2024, July, next year. I am leading. Yes, I am leading. With a charge. Cruise. Yes. Cruise with Rookie. Find out how loud he snores, what he likes to do in his spare time when you sail. Oh, my gosh, to Croatia. You're, you're in Croatia. It's a beautiful, beautiful country. You're uh, ultimate in cruising luxury as you sail the cr- beautiful waters of the Adriatic on the Adriatic King, an 18-cabin motor yacht that offers the perfect blend of simple luxury and spacious You've comfort. never even been on a boat. I've been on a boat before. Right. Boat safety. You, you want to see how I act? You, you just stay come with, with the me. boat? You come with me. You know, Suchi Boy, the other day you were asking where we're going. So Maria sent me the list of where we're going. Split, the home of Diocletian's Palace, which dates back to the 4th century. It's also where the dragon scenes from Game of Thrones were filmed. V's, where Mamma Mia 2 was filmed. Uh, Cortula, the birthplace of Marco Polo. And Havar, incredible nightlife festivals. And uh, Dubrovnik, I say it perfectly. It's known as King's Landing from the Game of Thrones. So it's going to be a blast. Get all the details at escapewithusvacations.com. Or I want you to go ahead and uh, pick up the telephone, and I want you to dial this telephone number, 651 788 Four three three eight, or go to escapewithusvacations.com. Let's go. Are you going by yourself? Oh, God, no. You're going to have the whole crew, aren't I you? I have people signed up, yeah. No, I mean your family going? Uh, my family members are going. Pain. They're saving uh, my mole. They wouldn't let you do it by yourself, would they? Probably not. No. Uh, Zip signed up. Did he really? Nice. Zip and his wife, Amy. I I think it would be really fun to tell you the truth. I wonder where you fly to. Well, you probably have several different options. You probably fly to Iceland first. Well, but isn't that part London. of the package? Uh, I don't think airfare is included. Well, in other words, people are supposed to get there on their own and then get on the boat? Well, they don't have bookings yet for 2024 for the airlines. So you can't go that far ahead right now. When is this? July of next year, oh, okay. a year from now. Fourth of July? Next week. Literally, Fourth of July? No, the 17th through the 24th. Or How long are they going to advertise it? A year? Until they what, fill up. What would you make a plan like this? This is You do it a year plus in advance. Oh, I see. Come with my wife, Ramona. <laughs> what was his name? What did uh, they visit? Crematorium? Ray Christensen. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell would that have been? No, that's he. That was another one of his ads, <clears throat> wasn't it? No, I remember them. Yeah, he, he was always promoting something, uh, a, a trip somewhere. Yeah, with my wife Ramona. I bet that was fun. Ray, <laughs> Ramona, how about another vodka tonic, huh? <laughs> These weren't floating sex parties to nudist beaches, were they? Not with uh, Ray. Not with Ray. This one could turn wild. No. <laughs> huh? Huh? The people that went. The last time the jailers that went had a blast. Yeah, what night of that is the wife swap? <laughs> I'm not sure. Do you know? <laughs> do you know the boat involved? The Adriatic King. Is it Lee Anderson's? No, I think this is a. He keeps a yacht for hire in Croatia. <clears throat> Let's see. Why don't you ask him? Well, yeah, some big. Some big passenger ship just floated into the uh, Duluth Harbor yesterday. It's like 38 cabins on this thing. Really? 
Yeah, there is was that, footage of it going under the lift bridge. Is that normal? Normal. Normal. Oh, I don't know anything about it. Situation normal. It's a big boat. <laughs> what, what is wrong with your boat? <laughs> what is wrong with your everywhere. <laughs> he literally takes one step on there and gets seasick. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't have any reaction to my favorite bar um, that that guy was at. Oh, I sent crap. you that video. I'm sorry, Ken. I couldn't watch it because I don't have Facebook. Oh. I'll go with that excuse, too, but because I do do not have Facebook on my phone. Well, I'm not making an excuse. I don't have a Facebook membership. You don't have membership. a Facebook account. There's a, a house, a fire department volunteer, and a bar. Or a bar. That's all that's in Leaf Valley. What town or what state? Jesus Christ. Do you think I... It's what, Minnesota, Joe. What the hell's wrong with you? Oh. Kenny, that's straight out of town ball. Bar, church, and a ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the special start at 5, so we get in there um, at about 4.30. So we can be eating at the bar by the time all the old-timers start rolling in for the discount food. God, that's great. I had like five shots of Patron when I was there a couple of days ago. Didn't you feel like balls the next day? Yeah, and then we stopped in Millerville and picked up a 12-pack and did some gravel travel. <laughs> Still a free country out here. <laughs> what is it up there, 1928? <laughs> Shot at a few go out striped gophers. Striped. There's no such thing as a striped gopher. You shot at chipmunks. <clears throat> you ready, Joe? Yeah. Kenny, I'll take that thief from you. Is that it then? Yes, sir. Well, then let's go here. So should I take it before Such? Yes. Or, yes, all right. please. Yes, please. All right. And I'm done, right? Yes, you're done. Montenegro. Jessica, you... Oh, no. What was that? Hold on. Oh, okay. Whew. thought I deleted Rookie's ad. All right, roll on. I've been planning a road trip for you and I. I'm going to pick you up a couple of days after the 4th of July. We're going to roll down to Iola, Wisconsin. We're going to do a car show there for a day. Been there, uh, done that. And then we're going to uh, drive back to southeastern Minnesota and go to a late model race at Deer, Deer Creek. Mm. So uh, plan for a couple of days, just me and you in the open road. Wouldn't that be fun? Listen to this testimonial, and uh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a little experiment here. Dear Kenny, my wife and I road tripping to the American West. As you can imagine, several bugs have tried to get a closer look at me and end up as smears on the windshield. Every morning, I have a ritual. Pull into the gas station. First thing, spray the windshield with Bugs Be Gone. Start pumping the gas. And as the car is filling up, use the squeegee and Viola. Oh, I love Viola. The bugs slide right off, get back in the car, enjoy the scenery through a crystal clear windshield. You can tell your slimy windshield so long if you use 
bugs be gone. I love that testimonial. Uh, they're currently in Moab, Utah this week. And I'm telling you, just like this GLer did, bugs in the windshield, the grill, the bumper, no big deal with the bugs be gone solution from our pals at Seafoam. It's safe for all finishes, non-toxic, water-based, leaves no film or haze when it drives, just a happy service surface with narrowly. I just nary? Can't, can't talk anymore with nary a bug in sight. Just another wonderful product for our vehicles from the fine folks at Seafoam. Christopher. Quick question, because I see the regular cans of the Seaf everywhere, right? Whether I'm at Quick Trip, the whatever. Yeah. Is the Bugs Be Gone available at all those same spots if I see Yeah, it? yeah. Okay. New, uh, yeah, and it's a squirt bottle. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Okay, cool. So I always keep one in the door pocket. That's exactly what I'm going to do. It was hard to ignore this story. It's made a wide variety of websites. It's the world rankings of uh, the, of the size of the male Johnson. Hey, now! Hey! Dr. <laughs> Johnson, I presume? The world <laughs> Willie rankings. <laughs> Come on. No. I'm not kidding. <laughs> who signed up as volunteers well, to I, be... <laughs> Let's see, who did this Those study? Those with confidence. Those who have much confidence. <laughs> who did this study? Researchers did this. Of course, there's always researchers. I'm trying to... It was a team of researchers. Sure. And they measured the willies in 90 countries. So, I'm trying to be classy here. At what point during the day do they get measured? Right away in the morning? Well, or... make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, After a nice light jog? After maybe uh, you were in the pool. Boy, it's amazing. Uh, it was published by the British Urology Journal. It involved 15,000 guys from three continents. Do you get that publication? I do. And uh, <laughs> He's on the mask. And I have the world rankings right here. Uh, oh, where, where are we at? Well, can you guess what is number one? What country is number one in the world for oh, the size of the, the willy? United States of America. Nope. 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 Welcome to Jamaica. Have, Have a, a nice, nice day. day. Not even close. Dang it. What? Um, no. Well, in fact, what I'm country? looking for Jamaica. I don't why even don't, see it on here. Why don't you tell us which country has the biggest plum tree shakers? Um, I'm thinking <laughs> it's halfway across the world. Ecuador. Huh? Don't tell me. Seventeen point seven inches. No, 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 no. Oh, wait a minute, I read no. that wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Six point nine. Oh, that's dang. Seems, she's fine. That seems below average. Well, that's your world leader. Sure, sure that's number me. one in the world. Six point nine three. That's Ecuador. Not a very big silent flute, if you ask me. The the U.S. The U.S. is comes in uh, in 60th place. 60th? An inch shorter than Ecuador. Really? An inch? 5.35. I'm offended. That's the U.S. Uh, we have a caller in the line that wants to know about a certain country. Costa bleeping Rica. Let me see if I have Costa Rica. Nope, I, I don't. The U.S. is damn near at the bottom. Uh, the bottom is Thailand. You know what the capital of Thailand is, don't you? No. Bangkok. That's in here. And uh, they're down about 4.4. 4. Ah. Okay. You know. So. Um, what about. 
What about the drumsticks right here in Garage Logic? What are we looking at here in Gumption County? <laughs> Where would we suit up as a cop? We're cop. right about with Zimbabwe. Ah, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Italy's not so hot. They're six, though. Number, they're uh, six inches. Uh, Haiti's number five. Haiti. Okay. So they got that going for them. I'm just I'm thinking of our Garage Logic sports team, the the GL Giggle Sticks, the uh, the fighting wrenches, so to speak. Ecuador, Cameroon, Bolivia, Sudan, Haiti, Senegal, Gambia, Cuba, Netherlands, and Zambia are your top ten. Consulting urologist at King's College London, Gordon Muir, says uh, it means men are offering measuring their penis size all wrong as they're trying to yeah. obtain unrealistic standards so they may be tempted to fudge results. That used, That's usually because they've only ever seen an erect unit in a porn film. Well, uh... Having, some people may think having an 8-inch unit is pretty normal. It's actually well above the average size. Right, and how are these measured? I feel a lot better. From, from the middle of the back... All the around. way right up to the like well, breastbone. How are they measured? Carefully. <laughs> Carefully. Maybe they're self-reported, and uh, we don't have to worry about it. Uh, you know, glad I did that. The average <laughs> si the average erect size today marks a steep step jump from four point eight inches measured in ninety two. What wonder what's happened? Nutrition, maybe. Probably. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you're going to the actual study. Uh, no, I'm at the Sun. I, I was at, so I'm at the Judge yeah. Drudge Report. You know, only because they come to us all the way from the traveling well, Lymans. Speaking of wiggle sticks. In uh, Fernandina villages where they know something about this. Where's their average? <laughs> I don't know. They're not on there. Mm. Uh, in 1854. You mean on this, this date, day in history? The steamer Galena arrived in St. Paul. It delivered cholera along with its passengers. Cholera's last occurrence in Minnesota would be in 1873. Wow. Cholera. Cholera. That's an illness, isn't it? Yes, it is. Featured uh, in the Oregon Trail uh, game, for those of you that have played, that are mine. On age. this day in 1931. Joe, today is June 16th. The bones of Minnesota man were uncovered by a road crew near Pelican Rapids. Despite its name, this glacial, glacial age human skeleton is likely that of a teenage girl. Hmm. All right. Uh, in 1945, on this day, 616, the last Navy tanker was built at the Savage Shipyard. The Wasissa is one of 18 ships manufactured there for the war effort. Huh. All right. And uh, on this day in 1955, June 16th, Mary Grant, the youngest of Sauk Center's fabled Grant sisters, was born. She later played the French horn in venues around the world. The French horn. I've never, I've never, I've never heard of Mary Grant. Mm. I've never heard it called the French horn. I've heard disco stick. You ever play the flute? On this day... <laughs> practice a lot. Right. On this day in 1999, uh, our little terrorist, Kathleen Celaya, a fugitive since 1974, was arrested in St. Paul. She was living under the name Sarah Jane Olson. Celia was a presumed member of the Symbionese Liberation Army, the group that kidnapped Patty Hearst, and she was wanted for the attempted bombing of two police cars. She had been featured on the television show America's Most Wanted a few months before her arrest. I think they nabbed her on the corner of 
you know, Pinehurst and Davros. Hillcrest, or something. yeah. Yeah, you know, she was, she's our little terrorist. I don't know what's become of her. Uh, she has lived a very quiet. Is she still with us? I think so. She lived a very quiet existence. Maybe she doesn't even live in Minnesota anymore. Her husband at one point treated Bob in the emergency room. Well, her husband was an ER doc. Yeah. Right. I don't know where they. Uh, I don't know where they are now. So, <laughs> men with a whopping eleven-inch member got thirty percent of women to reach climax, which is the same proportion for men with a four-inch unit. <laughs> Things you're looking up for me, huh? Well, I didn't <laughs> know you'd you'd study this so so well. Well, He's I was never just looking paid more attention to a story. Yeah, I'm down the show. rabbit hole, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, GLers. <laughs> that ain't no kickstand you got there. Thank you. Copy. Thank you. Copy. And for more podcasts on unit sizes, you can go to <laughs> on your smartphone. There probably is one. I'm sure there's some educational podcasts. They can all be found at PodMN on your smartphone. <laughs> YouTube. I don't even want to tell you what's on the Garage Logic YouTube page. If you want to find out, subscribe yourself to the YouTube page, and you will know. Then, the town council, garagelogic.com. So many special perks for the town council, I can't even tell you. One of the perks is a $10 Fred Lowy's Hardware and Garden Store gift certificate that you will receive. And you get to um, eavesdrop on us during the breaks. Ecuador. For 10 bucks a month or 100 bucks a year, Garage Logic Town Council with the online shop open right now for the 30th anniversary. See you, Braz Chop. Ecuador. Ecuador. Who would have Vlad the Impaler. Who would have thunk it? Ecuador. I gotta meet a tree guy. Let's get going here. Okay, just give me a second. <laughs> the womb broom. <laughs> is that what you're looking up? The five dollar foot log. Oh my god. This is a great list. What are you looking at? <clears throat> the womb broom. The John Thomas Johnson. Dodgers funny. hosting. Give me one quick second. Uh, funny names for the unit. And you broke the rule, Matthew. You said the P word. Shame on you. I switched to unit, though. Thank Rook you. And, and Reavers, can you come up with the... Uh, I'm ready. Well, uh, yeah. plastic activist gets, her, gets an education from U.S. Senator. Pla- plastic? Oh, or anti-plastic <laughs> activist. <Okay>. Anti-plastic activist... <laughs> Gets an education from U.S. Senator. Anti. Oops. Anti dash plastic activist gets education from U.S. See you, Ken. Bye, Ken. Okay. Dodgers turn their back on Catholics in Los Angeles. Oh, crap. Um, dang it, Howard uh, sent a good email, and I forgot to bring it up. Darn it. Howard. How, Dodgers turned their back on Catholics in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Molly Moon sues the city of Seattle. Sues the city of Seattle. To get her ice cream business back. To get ice cream. Patrick Royce. Sports report. 
Anything else? No. You don't want to do the Willie story? No. <laughs> Didn't work. Kenny's gone already. He uh, he gone. He gone. Let's save already. Hot damn it did. I had to go meet a tree guy. Is this about the one that toppled? Yeah. Is it you too big? Saved. Is that what you're attempting to do? I want to save it if I can. What are you going to do? Tie it together? To tie her up. Yeah, trim it up. Trim it up, baby. See you, Council. Well, that's going to do it for the week, Council. I hope you what enjoyed. What was the email that we missed? What do you mean? You said you had a good email that came in. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you because I think Howard only sent it to me. Maybe he didn't hear you. The, uh, no, he sent it to all of us. Um, gents, I don't know if you're, you are members of the Knight of Col Knights of Columbus. I am. KSC have announced a call to arms by all Catholics. We have been asked to pray in response to the, uh, the Dodgers. It literally is in the, it's in the, um, the body of this email. Well, whatever. I know, but I just, I, it would have worked had I mentioned it to you when you brought up the Dodger story. All right. You know what it is? Timing. Yes, is, did Rook leave already? No, I don't think so. All right, boys. See you, Joe. Bye, Council. I don't think you want to listen to me babble to myself, so peace out.